everyone, it's the Shegilola Salami Show. I'm your host, Shegilola Salami, and I'm still at Capital Crime, London's first crime writing and thriller festival. Um, I've been meeting loads of different authors, and you know, hopefully, you get to know. Get more insights, you know what it's like to be uh, to be a for, you know best-selling author, and I've got another author here again, which I'm sure we will have another amazing conversation like we normally do on the show. So, who have I got with me today? Hi, I'm Jack Flynn, and I've just come out with a book, Blood in the Water, that is uh, out now. Uh, you can probably tell from the accent I'm not from the UK. I, <laughs> I, I actually live in Boston. I'm a lawyer. I'm still a full-time lawyer. I actually, uh, I, I, I love to write, um, and it, it's, um, but I also really do love my work, and so I don't anticipate ever um, not working. Uh, I have too much fun with it, but, but I actually, I write all of my, the books uh, on a commute. I live south of Boston, and I commute by, uh, by ferry. So sitting on a sitting on a boat, um, literally, I take forty five minutes uh, in the morning and forty five minutes in the evening, and that's when I get all of my writing done. And it's, it's like having a a whole separate life that I get to to have um, that's completely separate and compartmentalized from what it is that I that I do in the rest of my life. Awesome. Your book, your book cover is very eye-grabbing, I must say. <laughs> uh, but what type of lawyer are you? Uh, I'm a trial lawyer. I'm a trial lawyer, and I do a number of different things. Most of the work that I get paid for uh, has to do with um, the media, uh, a lot of uh, copyright and libel and slander and um, various mm. different things like that. Uh, I also, on the side, uh, I do uh, volunteer work for... Uh, the Project Innocence, uh, okay. which is basically an organization that um, tries to find cases where there's a possibility that somebody has been wrongfully convicted, mm. um, and particularly older cases where the, you know, at the time maybe DNA wasn't uh, available or yeah. various different scientific uh, ways of analyzing the evidence uh, wasn't around. Um, so a lot of times we can use the new scientific developments to actually find cases where somebody has mm. been convicted where they didn't actually do the crime. Awesome, awesome. So how did you end up in London today? Oh my goodness, how did I end up in London today? Uh, it, it was it, it actually combined both of my professions because there was a uh, uh, a legal conference um, for a media group that was over here. Um, about a week and a half ago, okay. uh, so I came over for that, and then I went up to Scotland to do a convention up there, a book convention up there uh, for Bloody Scotland. Okay. And now I'm here at Capital Crime, so it's 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 been good. I packed a lot of stuff, uh, both on the legal side and on the writing side, into into a solid two weeks. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, the show is normally set in a virtual cafe, but we're sitting to um, next to each other. If you went to Starbucks, if you went to Costa, what would you normally have? <laughs> you know, it's funny. I don't drink coffee. So, oh. so actually, when I, go, when I go to Starbucks, and I have gone to Starbucks, there are times, particularly if I've got a deadline coming up for a book or something like that, uh, there is a Starbucks uh, near my home, and I go there. And what I'll do is, is I'll get um, uh, the combination of tea and lemonade. 
Okay. Um, but I do find Starbucks is a great place to write. It, it can be, uh, particularly on the weekend when it's when it's a little quiet. If I can find a corner in, in the Starbucks and get some get some writing done, uh, it's great. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So, what is something that nobody knows about you? Oh my goodness. Um, well, this is while this is the first book under the name Jack Flynn. Uh, okay. I have written under another name, and um, uh, so that's that's something that's not very well known. You know, I think um, oddly, there's. I guess one of the things that people probably don't know about me and what makes me a little unusual is uh, I'm nowhere on social media. It's almost impossible to find me on social media. It's one of those things that even though a lot of what I do, uh, both in the law, uh, has to do with you know new media and things like that, um, for whatever reason, I've just decided, I think, I, I think I'm able to keep my sanity better if yes. I stay off social media. Yeah. So there was a time when I when I did Facebook and I had a Facebook uh, page, you know, and I had an author website and I had all of these, you know, various yeah. different outreach and I, I I found it exhausting. I really found it. I, I admire the people who are able to do it and I think it's and I think it's wonderful. But but for me, I just and that's I think that probably makes me unusual, particularly in you know. Uh, an area like publishing, uh, yeah. where where you know there is this pressure to get out there and 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 have contact and um, have feedback and and perhaps I'll, I'll I'll engage again at some point, but but for the moment, it really does make me happier just to sort of yeah. have have my own life and 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 put the books out and and um, uh, I do love going to conferences because I love I, I do love meeting fans and meeting people who love to read yeah so also so i think just looking at your book cover and you know the, well we're in a crime festival and you're you know you're a lawyer i can always see how that goes together but then when did you think huh i would like to be an author yeah it was you know and i guess this is one of those things in terms of how to approach life, and I, I just I find life to be completely unpredictable. Mm. You know, you just you can't. Um, and really, writing started off for me um, as something that was just going to be for me. It was yeah. I I never I never sat down and said I'm going to write a book and I'm going to become an author and I'm going to you know be successful at this. And, yeah. and it was it was really funny. What happened was. Um, I remember I was actually working late, and I think I think I was a little, a little tired of, of being a lawyer at the yeah. moment. Um, and I did always sort of want to write a book, not not to get published or not anything like that, but just yeah. just to just to do it. Yeah. So I sat down and I started writing, and uh, I you know I wrote, uh, you know, probably a hundred pages um, okay. of this, this book that was going to be the next great American novel. Um, okay. You know that was that was going to be very literary and and, and highbrow and mm. and, uh, and at one point I showed it to my father, and um, you know he, he read it and he said you know this is this is this is good it's it's well written it's it's probably the sort of thing that there are maybe a dozen people in the world who would be interested in reading it but um, but it, but it really is 
It was very good. We got into this conversation about, you know, my writing, and he, he made a suggestion. He sort of said, you know, you should try writing, you know, I, I think he could see some of the characters came from my real life. Yeah. And he sort of suggested, you know, you should, you should try writing something that doesn't come from your real life, because, and I remember the phrase that he used, he said, um, you know, when I read what you've done, it feels like you're sort of justifying the characters or... Uh, you know, rather than letting the characters really be who they are. Yeah. Um, and so when I started writing the first book that I wrote, um, I, I actually never planned on finishing it because I thought of it more as a writing exercise. Mm. So I was just focusing on the characters and I was just focusing on the, the actual um, plot and the story and each individual scene. Um, you know, what, what was weird was... I got, you know, literally a hundred pages, a little bit more into it, and yeah. all of a sudden I wanted to know how it ended. <laughs> so so uh, there was there was nothing, you know, nobody else could tell me how it was going to end. So all of a sudden I sat down and I figured out, okay, what, how, how is this going to progress? And I and I put it together, and I finished it, and I was so excited. But I never planned to try to get it published, and there was, you know, there's this really weird long story about uh, through a series of coincidences that it ended up in the hands of a of a very well known agent um, who just happened to love it, hmm. and and as you know, he he called me up and um, you know, and the rest, you know, as they sort of say, is is history. So. Yeah. Um, but, but I think because that's how it started and it was never the sort of thing where I was like, okay, I, I, I want to be an author and I want to give up what it is that I'm doing for a living. Mm. Um, I sort of come to this with a, with a little bit of a different perspective because this is, you know, doing this sort of thing, this is, this is my fantasy world. It's not, yes. my, it's not my real world. It's, it's uh, you know, I have a real world and I have a... And I have a, a fantasy world. Yeah, it's, it's been fun. So since that, you know, series of unplanned events that got you to this really popular um, agent, how has your career progressed since then? You know, it, it's, it, it's funny. I think in a lot of ways um, it can sometimes be really good to, to, to plan things out and to have a, you know, how do I get from point A to point B? And I certainly did that. In, in my real world, in my legal profession, yeah. um, you know, and I knew what I wanted, and I knew what I wanted to do with with my work, and um, you know, the area that I'm in. A lot of people told me you're never going to be able to to build a sizable practice with with what it is that you want to focus yeah. on. And I was determined, and and I and I literally set out to um, to accomplish that, and I've done that, and that's great. I approach I approach the writing aspect of this in the complete opposite way. Okay. Um, and it's the, sort, it's the sort of a thing where there have been great things that have, have happened over the course of you know, a number of books and um, there have been sort of ups and there have been downs and there have been great surprises and there have yeah. been great disappointments. Um, that's okay. Yeah. Um, and so in terms of... Um, you know where this has progressed. I'm fascinated to see where it's going to go next. <laughs> okay, it's, it's just the sort of a thing where uh, this is fun. 
Yeah. If you can't if you can't have fun doing this sort of thing, you're making a mistake. Very true. But in everything, and I'm a big believer in CPD, so continuing de- uh, professional development and continuing personal development. So, you know, you've been doing this for a while now. What are the things that you've learned that you feel has helped you to develop yourself personally? Because this is not your professional work, this is your personal work. What are the things that you've learned that has helped you be a better author? You know, I, it, it's, it's odd, but it sort of all comes back to me, to the golden rule. Yeah. What, I, what I've learned, and the people that I see who are successful in this business, almost like every other business, seem to be the people who understand that, you know, um, everybody that you meet, you know, whether it is you're dealing with, with somebody who is a fan or somebody who's just meeting you for the first time, or if it's other authors, or if it's your agent or your editor, whoever it is, um, you know, treat, treat them the way that you want to be treated. Um, yeah. I know that that sounds silly and it sounds simple. No, it's not. And it, and it, and it, but it really is, it, it is what I keep coming back to is the most important thing um, that I've learned. There are, I see so many people who just seem unhappy with what it is that they're doing. And it, and it, and it strikes me that if you're unhappy doing something, Stop doing it. Yes, <laughs> um, and and that happiness, a lot of people let they let that rub off on how they treat other people. Um, mm. uh, it seems to me that no matter what's going on, if you just sort of remember um, how you would want to be treated in whatever role that is, you yeah. know. Because the other thing is, a lot of the people out there, you know, who are who you're working with again, whether it's a, your agent. They're trying to help you, and if you yeah. understand that, and and you actually listen to their advice, yes, you know, you listen to criticism, you listen to, you know, you let people who know what they're what they're doing advise you, um, which doesn't mean that you follow them blindly, but mm. but um, I don't know. I found that I found those sorts of things to really sort of help me in terms of dealing with the profession of writing. Yeah, in terms of the actual writing. That's a completely separate, bizarre process because that, I mean, if you want to talk about a fantasy world, yeah. you know, the process of literally taking yourself out of who you are and putting yourself into a world that you're creating and into characters that you're creating, I honestly don't know where that comes from. That's yeah. just that's just something that I like to, to, you know, sort of clear my mind and let that go within within the structure of whatever the story is that I'm telling letting those characters flow and, and be who they are. Um, yeah. Awesome. So. so what is the one piece of advice that you've gotten over the course of your career, and either as a, in a personal life or actually in professional life, that has stuck with you? Um, I think it would probably have to be the piece of advice that my father... I was very, very close Did to my father. He passed away a number of years ago, but um, I was really close to him, and it was really that notion of when it comes to writing, um, let the characters be who they are. Don't yeah. try to justify them. If you've got a character who's going to be bad, let them be bad. Yeah. But also try to find what is it that makes them bad. Don't you know? Sort of don't write a one-dimensional character who just is bad for no reason. Understand, even if it only is alluded to in the story, 
make sure that they really do understand, you understand what it is that drives that character to do what they're doing. Um, so, and you know, in terms of personal life and the, and, the, and the rest of the, you know, my professional life, my other profession, I, I'm, I am, I know it sounds silly, I am a big believer in the golden rule. Yeah, so remind us, what is, because you made mention of this a couple of times now, and I think I've forgotten it, what is your golden rule? Oh, it's, just, it's treat other people ah. as, as you want to be treated. Yes, okay. You know, it's that, it's that fundamental notion of putting yourself in somebody else's position, Yeah. Um, being kind, being respectful, you know, all of that sort of thing. That, you know, it's, it's basic, but I'm amazed at how many people don't actually follow that. Yeah. Awesome, awesome, awesome. You know, it's like just sort of trying to picture Jack Flynn, you know, full-time lawyer, full-time author, and, you know, being able to marry the two of them and do them succinctly, you know, both, you know, at the same time. Where do you see yourself in five years' time? What What is your big goal for five years? Oh, my goodness. Um, you know... I want to keep writing. Um, I want to keep um, having success. I don't really, I don't come up with five-year plans. It's it's one of those <laughs> things. I mean, I think on the professional side, sure. I know you know, it, you know, when you're in a, an environment as, that is as structured as a law firm, mm. you know, in a law, large law firm, absolutely, that's an environment where. Um, you know, we have goals and we have matrix and we try to figure out exactly how to you know, promote what it is that we've done. Yeah. Um, how to reach clients, how to let clients know that, that we have the experience and we believe that we can be helpful to them. Yeah. So there's that very structured aspect of it. And then there's this other part of my life that is, that is far less structured, um, mm -hmm. you know, and there's an enormous amount of freedom in that for me. I like this notion of having these two halves of my existence. Yeah. Um, and, you know, on the one hand, having that structured side, um, you know, of the law and of, um, you know, very serious practice in the law um, allows me to have freedom in my writing. Mm. And having that freedom in my writing actually allows me to approach being a lawyer in yeah. a way that, that I, I don't know, I find more healthy. Yeah. Okay, awesome. Well, we've sort of come into that time where I'm going to have to say bye to you. But then just to kind of summarize, you know, what would you say to someone who's listening? Just, you know, listeners can be authors, non-authors, people who like, well, everyone, I, I like to think everyone who like listens to the show likes books in one form or the other. Um, you know, so, but then they've also got lives that they do loads of different things. Um, you know, in their personal lives, what would you? What do you think they should take away from listening to you today? You know, what I would say is, be open to new opportunities, um, and and don't necessarily think of them as it has to to reach an end point. Yeah. Um, you know, if if I think if I had actually sat down and said, I want to be an author, I think I would never have been a decent writer. Mm. Um, because I would have been focused on the success aspect of it. I would have been focused on how are other people going to like this. Yeah. Um, and I don't think that I would have developed as a writer the way that I have. 
I started writing simply because it was fun. Um, yeah. And you'd be amazed at, you know, from my perspective, how many opportunities present themselves simply because you're pursuing something that you like doing, not yes. necessarily with a goal in mind. I mean, I had, you know, ultimately I had a goal in mind of actually writing a book, but it wasn't, it wasn't a, in a sense, a professional goal. It wasn't something that I said, I want to be a, I want to be an author. I want to be a writer. I want to be a novelist, and I want to be recognized as that. Yeah. It was more. I have a personal goal of. This is something that I find fun, and I want to finish it, and I want to be happy with it myself. Yeah. And that was going to be the end of it. So it, keeping myself open to that opportunity for personal growth has led to, you know, an opportunity to have an entirely separate profession from what I thought I would be doing. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. But then I think I remember from before we started recording that you're not on social media. But then is there any way someone who's been listening to the show and I thought, oh, you know what? I would like to connect with Jack. Is there any way that I can con connect with you? Right now, not. I'm sure that we will have a website up at, 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 at some point and, and get back. It's been a number of years since I, since I published a novel. So um, I'm sure that, that we will end up doing that. Um, keep, keep, a, keep a lookout for the book. Um, yeah. And if you like it, uh, if you search for me, you know, uh, on social media, eventually there will be a presence okay. there. Just remind us, what is the title of your latest book? It's Blood in the Water. Okay. And and um, and I hope you read. I hope I hope your listeners read it, and I hope they enjoy it. Fingers crossed. So if you're listening to this, you know, go and check out um, Blood in the Water by Jack Flynn. And when was that published? Uh, it came out two weeks ago, I think. Two weeks ago. Awesome. So it's available by all the regular booksellers. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Jack, and hopefully we'll get to chat with you again sometime in the future. Thank you so much for having me on. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of the Shekula La Salami show, and we'll catch you again soon next time. Bye now.